Hello and welcome to another edition of the Drew Roth Show alongside Purdue Soccer Head Coach Drew Roth. I'm the team's Communications Director, Charlie Healy. Drew, we're coming off two exciting wins at Folk Field, 1-0 over a good Gonzaga team on Thursday and then 5-1 on Sunday featuring a Sarah Griffith hat trick. Let's first talk about Thursday night against Gonzaga. Really good response from the team, especially in the second half that led to a late goal. What, what was it about that halftime adjustment that you were most happy about? Well, we knew going in that Gonzaga had some very dangerous attacking players that we needed to be aware of. And I thought we did a, a pretty decent job. But uh, the one thing that we typically try to do, especially at home, is just get off on the front foot and really put the other team under pressure. Uh, so what was happening in that game in the first half is Gonzaga was you know, breaking our first line of pressure get in that next line, and then they were going long with it. And as a result, our team got, got very stretched, and uh, you know they, they caused us some problems that way. So didn't really like how that was going. So just uh, second half, we just decided to um, drop off a little bit, start our press a little later. Uh, therefore, you know, wouldn't be so much space in the middle of the park. And uh, we stayed a little more compact, and uh, we had certain players on the midfield, you know, starting to win some of those battles that in the first half, um, you know, we weren't getting to those those second balls quite as quickly as they were. So I thought we just upped the intensity a little bit, made a slight change in you know our, our line of confrontation, if you will, and uh, you know just just raised our level. So uh, fortunately, got got the goal. But uh, that was one of those games where uh, afterwards you say, you know, wow, that was <laughs> that was a competitive game, a fun game to be a part of, and uh, a lot of respect for uh, how Gonzaga competed and how they performed. So uh, quality win for us. Yeah, definitely quality win against a really, a really good team that's going to win, win a lot of games going forward. Nicole Cavazia scored the game-winning goal for, for Purdue and helped anchor a back line that, that held Gonzaga scoreless after they came into the game with seven goals in their first two games. That was a really great effort by the defense. Absolutely, yeah. It takes a lot to shut that team down. Uh, it takes good communication and just, just a lot of toughness, a lot of organization. And, uh, you know, Nikki, obviously, we know she can score goals because uh, – uh, she scored for us before, uh, but uh, probably one of those games that you knew it would probably be a gritty goal like that, and uh, those are the types of goals that uh, you know you have to score in those tight matches, and uh, you know set pieces can always play a huge role in those types of matches. So um, happy for her, but uh, uh, yeah, that's that's doing a lot when you're uh, shutting things down and, and also getting the game winner. But uh, that's the type of player she is. Yeah, absolutely. Four career goals for Nicole Kevizia in 16 matches. Three of them are game winners. Moving on to Sunday against Ball State, it really was the Sarah Griffith show, the, the sixth hat trick in program history. She scored in the seventh minute and then two quick goals to start the second half. What do you do, like, not, not just the fact that she scored a hat trick, but, but the fact, you know, just sparking that offense and sparking a five-goal performance by the team? Yeah, I think that was crucial, just the timing of everything. Uh, you know, we were uh, in a pretty tight game, and, um, you know, maybe that first half we weren't as sharp as, as we were hoping for. Um, but when you have a player like Griff uh, who can raise the level like that, um, you know, as I said after the game, is you know, big players come up, come up big in big moments, and you know, she did what uh, what big players do. She changed the game, and, and that you know, a couple of those quick uh, uh, goals that she scored and really, really changed the outlook on things. And you know, we're at that point ready to you know settle in and um, you know play with a lot of confidence and and ride that game out. You know, we're looking for that that next goal, of course, but uh, you know, we knew. Two, three goal lead uh, typically is, is is you're in pretty good hands. So um, she was she was a difference maker and uh, knew we had to get her the ball um, because you know just uh, uh, she was uh, looking dangerous in that first half. We just maybe didn't didn't get her you know the service that she needed. So second half was much better. We found her and uh, she found herself in some good situations. And we all know that you know once Griff is in those one v one scenarios, um, you know she can uh, 
make some really good things happen. So real happy for her. Uh, nobody works harder. Nobody deserves it more. Um, and look forward to her uh, continuing that uh, that streak this season. Um, definitely a fun player to watch. Absolutely. And Boilermakers unbeaten streak. We hope to continue that Thursday against Notre Dame, traveling up to South Bend, and then Sunday here at home against St. Louis. But first, Notre Dame. What do you know about them, and what are you looking looking to see? Yeah, Notre Dame's uh, doing really well so far this this year. We've uh, taken a look at them uh, recently, and uh, just very very athletic up top. You know, just a couple of uh, players with some real pace that uh, you know we, we need to obviously be very aware of. Um, haven't given up a lot of goals either. So uh, one of those teams that has you know really really good balance, um, you know, strong in the attack and uh, don't give you a lot of a lot of great opportunities. Um, so we're gonna have to obviously. Uh, be at our best, you know, playing playing at Notre Dame, a uh, great challenge. Um, so, you know, we're looking at a couple of things tactically that will help us, but uh, uh, when it's all said and done, uh, really have to be ready to compete and uh, take advantage of our opportunities when we get them. Looking ahead a little bit to Sunday afternoon against St. Louis, a really good team that made the NCAA tournament last year that starts a three-game homestand to conclude the non-conference portion of the schedule. Do you know much about St. Louis? I know we faced them a couple of years ago down in Missouri, but what do you know about that, that team that's coming up here on Sunday? Yeah, well, you know, kind of focused on, on Notre Dame right now, but but certainly, uh, you know, we know that St. Louis is, is a real quality side. We played them, uh, as you mentioned, a couple of years ago. I believe it ended in a draw, but uh, was really impressed with just, uh, you know, the quality of, of, you know, talent on that roster and then just obviously a team that uh, knows how to win games based on their last couple of years' uh, results. So uh, teams like that are always dangerous, and, you know, we're just on a, on a streak of playing, you know, a lot of, a lot of tough teams. So um, each team presents a little something different. But once again, they're a, a team that uh, has a lot of similar qualities to some Big Ten teams that we'll face. So um, another great task, you know, uh, um, but, uh, you know, really uh, look forward to playing them at Folk Field. And, uh, you know, just uh, once again, um, we have to be at our best to, uh, to be successful in that one, too. Yeah, absolutely. 2-0-2 for the Boilermakers halfway through the non-conference schedule. This is a non-conference schedule that really sets us up well for, for a challenging Big Ten slate. So as, as we look ahead, uh, in a couple minutes, we'll have a pair of senior midfielder forwards on the show, Sydney Duarte and Ali Masalem. First, let's talk about Sydney. She scored the fifth goal uh, on Sunday against Ball State. What do you like about her play and, and uh, what she brings to the table? You know, I think both those players have really picked up their game the last couple of weeks, which is which is really huge. Um, that's what you uh, expect and that's what you hope for from your seniors. So I think that, uh, you know, last couple of games, Sydney has been very active. Uh, Sydney does a great job defensively. She anticipates things. She gets in passing lanes. She can win the ball. And what I like about Sydney, when she wins it, you know, high on the field, she's looking to go direct. You know, she's not looking to step on it and uh, go negative with the ball. She's looking to, you know, attack. And she can combine and, you know, uh, her finishing is improved. And, uh, you know, she's just that player that has some good ideas on the final third. If you look at the goal, a uh, really nice run from a, you know, deep position. And those are some of those runs in the final third that, uh, you know, we haven't uh, always gotten in the past. And you had two or three players looking to get past the ball. And uh, she just accelerated, took a great touch and, and, a, and a quality finish. But uh, she's just that all-around player that, uh, you know, can win the ball in the midfield, uh, can get forward and create chances. And, uh, you know, her, her athleticism and her technical ability are, are, are really at a high level. So uh, great to see her performing at that level. And uh, I know she's capable of that. And uh, we're going to need that consistency from her to be, you know, the best team we can be. And then Allie scored the Purdue's goal at Vanderbilt last weekend, and then uh, Sunday got the start at center midfield or center forward, I should say, and, and had a lot of a lot of impact as well. What do you like about her play? Yeah, well, 
you know, Moose has a, a lot of pace. You know, she's very dynamic and athletic, and we need that. We need to be able to stretch teams. We need to be able to, uh, you know, make the other team's backs face their own goal at times with those those penetrating passes. Uh, she scored, a, obviously, a huge goal for us, uh, just came in off the bench, and, you know, a nice quick little move and, and put it in the upper corner. So, um, you know, she has the ability to make those big plays. And uh, once again, she's a senior that has been in these uh, type of uh, big matches. So uh, we know what to expect. And, uh, you know, I think she's really raised her game recently, and we're going to need that from her. So uh, two players that, uh, you know, once again, uh, we, we love what the youth uh, has brought. Uh, we've got some really talented players. But as we get into these bigger matches, it's been awesome to see uh, some of the veteran players start to uh, pick up their game. And, uh, you know, that's what we're going to need because, uh, as I said, you know, that experience is going to pay off for us. And those are two dynamic attacking players. And uh, uh, we know what Griff can do. We know what a couple other players can do. But if we can get some, uh, you know, some goals and assists uh, from those two players, then it's uh, really going to change, uh, change the game for us in a lot of ways. So uh, just two hardworking, uh, great kids, smart kids that, uh, you know, uh, we always know that they're going to uh, put their best foot forward and give us their best effort day in, day out. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well said. And we look forward to hearing them from that, both of them momentarily. In the meantime, thank you for joining us. We look forward to seeing you Thursday up in South Bend and then Sunday here at Folk Field. All thank right. You. Thanks a lot, yep. Charlie. Welcome back. We are now joined by senior midfielder forwards Ali Maselin and Sydney Duarte. Thanks so much for joining us. First of all, let's talk about soccer a little bit before we get into nursing, which I know is a lot. What takes up a lot of your time. But Sydney, first of all, you scored the fifth goal last uh, on Sunday against Ball State, the first goal since your freshman year in 2018. What did that feel like to get to get on the score sheet? And it was a great play at that. Um, yeah, it was definitely a very exciting moment. I knew that. Coming into the second half, we needed to raise the energy and um, instill like a sense of urgency in the team. Um, so after Emily passed the ball to Milky, in my head I was thinking, oh, not another run into the <laughs> box because, you know, Sunday games you can be tired and fatigued. But um, I made that run and Milky did an amazing um, through ball to me and I took that touch in. Um, uh, slotted it, but yeah, it was just an amazing experience. Yeah, a gr great goal that began with you at midfield before before uh, two passes uh, to to get back to you and to score that fifth goal. So now, Ali, how about you? You scored uh, a week ago at Vanderbilt. Uh, it was just seconds after you came into the match off a corner kick. What do you remember from that and and that mentality of being able to step on the pitch and immediately make an impact? Honestly, it was just so exciting, and when it happened, I was just like could not believe that it did so fast especially like just getting in there and first touch of the game but Hannah Lapierre kept that ball in the box and then Allie Milky obviously battled to get it out and I just kind of took a shot and went in. Have you, you're, this is your senior year it's been uh, interesting especially the last year or so with, with COVID-19 and, and everything that's been involved with that but have you had a chance to reflect a little bit on, on your Purdue soccer time and in four years is it you know, it's still a long way to go until the end and hopefully well into November, but um, have you had a t t time to, to think about it a little, a little bit and reminisce about some favorite memories, Sydney? Um, yeah, so starting out freshman year, it was definitely scary coming in, <laughs> um, but I think what helped was um, we have an amazing class and everyone's very um, open with each other and um, yeah, we just have some great memories. I think my favorite are the IU bonfires at Tanya's house. <laughs> uh, we get a little bit riled about that. Um, 
But yeah, any like traveling trips are always fun as well. How about you, Allie? You knew a little bit of what to expect coming in, joining your sister, but mm -hmm. now that you've had a couple years on your own now too, but what's that been like and, and what are some of your favorite memories? I think it's been just an overall great experience, like freshman year to now, just getting closer. Like our class was, we came in with like 11, yeah. right? And every, like we're all still so close and it's been really great and just meeting all the new um, members of the team each year, it's really exciting. But favorite memory is probably just all the team bonding that we're able to do, and definitely Tanya's bonfire. Yeah. <laughs> the highlight of the season. <laughs> yeah, ho hopefully looking forward to doing that again come late October for that final home game against IU. Soccer takes up a lot of your time, but probably not as much as, as your nursing classes. Um, you know, that's a big part of your time and a big part of what your future wants to be. So, Ali, start with you. What what, are your, what have you learned from nursing that can help you in your career, and, and what are you looking forward to most about that? Yeah, um, nursing definitely just teaches you to always respect people, treat them how you want to be treated, how to empathize with people, and just be the most caring person that you can. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think <laughs> of anything else. Um, it definitely teaches you very like many lessons and just it's very cool the different patient populations that you get to see every day. And Sydney, how about you? What what made you want to get into nursing as as you finish up, you know, you're nearing graduation in May. What when was that did that spark first ignite in you and, and get to now? Um, I'm an older sister, um, to two younger sisters. Um, so I feel like I've always had like that caring, like uh, motherly kind of <laughs> spirit. Um, so um, nursing just seemed like the right fit for me for caring for others. I really wanted um, to make an impact on people's lives, um, even in like a small way. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what drew me to nursing. I also really like science and how nursing is like you're always learning something new and the medical field is always advancing so I thought that was pretty cool. A, a big school gets a little smaller with the soccer team but then it gets a little even smaller when you have two of you in the same classes <laughs> and, and sharing that experience together of both nursing school and Purdue soccer. So what's that been like especially last year I know you you drove together <laughs> to clinical uh, throughout the last year having the same same clinic sessions together. That has been <laughs> definitely interesting. Um, yeah, we have some great memories uh, just driving to clinical. Our clinicals, we usually had to be there at like 6 a.m. in Indy, so we would leave around like 4.45. <laughs> um, I remember one time we were driving and they were doing construction on the highway and we had to take like these backcountry roads, like following all these semis at 4 a.m., blasting music in the cornfields. <laughs> Um, yeah, Chick-fil-A runs after clinical are always great. Yeah, there's so many, <laughs> so many good memories. Well, it's, it's fun that you guys got to share it with, with each other as uh, uh, the whole college experience. And Allie, as, as you get ready to graduate in May, as I said, still a long ways away, but what do you hope to, to do post-career with your nursing degree? After graduation, my dream job is to work in the NICU, which hopefully that ends up happening. Um, I just love the little babies and being able to make an impact on their growth and development. And how about you, Sydney? Um, I'm not 100% certain on what I want to do, but I'm interested in either 
OR nursing or emergency nursing. Um, I feel like I need something fast-paced that will give me like an <laughs> adrenaline rush because after playing soccer for all these years, I feel like I'm going to withdraw symptoms <laughs> of adrenaline. But yeah, emergency nursing and then maybe eventually going into travel nursing. And how much... I one last thing before we wrap up, the time management of being an athlete is is extremely intense and then add in the nursing is too sort of, you could learn a great time management from both of them and then you combine them together. Has that been a challenge or what's what's been the b biggest lesson you've, you've learned from that experience? I think balancing just the workload of school and soccer has been very difficult but at the same time rewarding. Like we'll do definitely like study groups together and just like plan out our days to just get all our homework done but still have time to focus on soccer and things outside of soccer. But definitely just trying to balance everything has been pretty rewarding, I'd yeah. say. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us. Good luck. We'll see, look forward to seeing you in South Bend on Thursday and then back home against St. Louis on Sunday. Uh, kickoff on Sunday at Folk Field is at 1 p.m. So, Allie, Sydney, thank you for joining us. Thank, thank you. you.